Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, yeah. Better than this. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this shit. What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Tuesday, Takes On Takes edition of the show. Kyle, welcome. This is what we do on Tuesdays, brother. Uh, this was a little bit more enthusiastic intro than yesterday. So what, what gives? Are you just excited for the takes? Well, Kyle, if you'll think about yesterday, what we had to talk about in the pre-show, you you maybe should be able to connect those dots. Oh, bet. Yeah. 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 Good call. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, wow, like, he's pretty flat yesterday with the grumble, and now he's back back on his A game. You know, I've had a cup he's of coffee. Yeah. It's a... How many cups of coffee? One. I've, I've never, never in the history of my life have I gotten a second cup of coffee at the same Imagine. time. Like, later in the Imagine. day. Yeah, I've never done it. Wow. What's the most amount of ounces of coffee you've drank at one time? So the deal is like those, you know, I get the large iced coffee from Dunkin'. So, I mean, that thing's like a bucket, right? It's also not real coffee, but but continue. Hot coffee? Yeah, hot coffee. The most hot coffee I've ever consumed in a single sitting is however much is in the, the Keurig disperses after you do one cup. What uh was that sixteen? I don't know. I don't think it's sixteen 12, ounces. 12, sixteen ounces. No, I bet I don't think it is. What ain't twenty four? It's regular single serving of coffee, I guess. Imagine. Yeah. I used to get twenty four ounces from uh, Wawa and Sheets all the time. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, you're. I've been the best people. The underrated component of traveling with you, which we do a lot is your quest on a daily basis to find coffee and the things I've seen you do to get coffee. It's, remar- Listen, it's remarkable. When you grind this much tape, caffeine has to be at least 20% of your bloodstream. <laughs> You're dumb, right? You're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> first, one, first one today comes from Kyle Krabs. Uh, Kyle Krabs is turning in Derek Carr. Uh or not Derek, David Carr, excuse me, turning to David Carr, who labeled Darren Waller as the as the 10th best tight end in the NFL. Kyle, what do you think about that? Well, you, you blitzed me on this one. Um, I would have had the list up of all the names that David Carr put Darren Waller over as his quote-unquote breakout candidate, and it's fine right. that uh, you want to list Darren Waller is your breakout candidate. But that's not the 10th best tight end. Like, that's like, here's three breakout candidates at the tight end position in the NFL in 2019. <laughs> right. It's not, here are the 10 best tight ends in the NFL, and your number 10 is Darren Waller, and you put him there in front of Delaney Walker, Greg Olson, OJ Howard, Jordan Reed, Evan Ingram, Austin Hooper. Shit, you could even do TJ Hawkinson, and you'd have a better case than Darren Waller who has had six more catches in the NFL over the course of the last two seasons than I have. Been in the league since 2015, has 18 catches. Uh, yeah, it's stupid. That's bad. Your process is bad, right? So, like, 
even if Darren Waller has Jared Cook's season replicated this year, your process was bad. He's not the 10th best tight end in the NFL right now. It doesn't mean he can't be, but this isn't like when Matty V called us out for the Adrian Peterson takes. This is a dumb process to get to this conclusion. It's like, uh, who's catching passes from my brother at quarterback? (laughs) Right. Well, that guy's in the top 10. Right. Meanwhile, I'm sitting over here saying, my God, Jared Cook was so important to this offense. I can't believe they didn't bring in an NFL uh, caliber tight end to replace well, him. They upgraded him with Darren Waller, who's the sure. top 10 tight end in the NFL. Sure. Well, he's very athletic, big dating, you know, tested like Calvin Johnson coming out of Georgia Tech. I'd love to see David Carr's fantasy football team because I bet it's oh. just fucking Oakland Raiders. <laughs> he's the ultimate homer guy in your league. You want him in your league, right? He's taking Josh Jacobs in the fr- no Antonio Brown in the first, Josh Jacobs in the second, Derek Carr in the third, Darren Waller in the fourth, Tyrell Williams. Yeah, Raiders, Raiders defense. Raiders defense in the seventh, and then a bunch of uh, you know reserves from the Houston Texans and Giants. All right, we got to we got to move on past this. <laughs> I was angry with this take. I I'm not gonna let this. I'm not gonna let this one go either. Well, you've been like, rolling on it for several days now. Well, now here's what you have set yourself up for: is if, if he blows up, really good. People are gonna come at you, and you know it. That's fine. Because and I will come bad. back to exactly what you said. The process to get to this point was bad. Yeah. Can Darren Waller even block? Uh, does, Darren, does, does Darren Waller know how to put his hand in the ground? He was a he was a wide receiver at Georgia Tech. Oakland so I know he can block on the boundary. Right, right. I, I know he can block on the boundary, but can you put your hand in the dirt and block linebackers, block defensive ends? Don't know. But he's a top 10 tight end. Let's move on. Now that you got me all fired up. Yeah, like it. Take from Vontel. Kyler Murray has a way higher ceiling than Josh Rosen. How dare you, sir? Hashtag takes on takes. Go ahead, Bill. Man, I think this is one of those deals where it's like, it feels like it's easy to say this because – you know, Josh didn't have a great rookie season, and Kyler comes in as the number one overall pick, a really dynamic guy out of Oklahoma, and has had some really nice flashes so far in camp. And so it's like, you know, it's a, it's. I feel like it's it, it's never been easier to say this, but let's go back to it, like, and not shit on Josh Rosen. Uh, he's a very talented guy. There's a reason he was a high first round pick. He wins differently, and and so. No, I'm not. I'm not ready to say this. I'm not ready to say that on July 30th, 2019, that Kyler Murray has a way higher ceiling than Josh Rosen. I think they both have exciting ceilings. They're different players, and I'm not going to call victim fall victim to you know the circumstances that Josh Rosen has faced so far in his career. Oliver Fuiz, Fuiz, he has a hot one here, uh, and also Cameron Spencer had a very similar take about uh, Grant Delpert. Um, and uh, the, this is the take. Grant Delpit is player one, but I want to say that about Cameron because I didn't include it because it was very similar. Wow. Very rude of you. Yeah. Cameron, I would have put your name on the list. No, you wouldn't. Don't worry. No. Uh, you're right because I don't make the list. You do. Right. <laughs> um, I can see why some people gravitate towards Grant. Uh, Grant, for me, is a top three player in this class as, as of this point in time. We still have a lot of football yet to play. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you and split hairs over two. It's like the guy that's arguing with me uh, for putting Jack Youngblood between six and ten and not fifth because Michael Strahan was fifth. Like, okay, like 
we're all really good players at this juncture in the draft. So if you're, if you want to be the one that says, no, my favorite guy in this draft, I think the best pro is Grant Delpit. And I think that guy's the third best player. Who am I to tell you otherwise? We're splitting hairs and I'm not interested in splitting hairs. So Oliver, you do you with Grant Delpit. I'm not, my list right now is not going to agree with you, but I understand why you have him there. Real quick on Grant Delpit, Pro Football Focus made a list of the top 100 college football players from 2018. Grant Delpit was not on that list. I, I just can't. I just can't. Well, he What's, missed five tackles, so that means his tackle grade was probably 30 because he missed five tackles last year. Was uh, he, Did he win SEC Defensive Player of the Year? That's a great question. If he didn't, he was like in the top two or three in voting, right? Like for sure. Uh, Josh Quinton Allen won it last year. Okay, so Josh Allen, Quinn, and right, so he's he was definitely like in the top three or five, I'm sure. Yeah, the the top a top five player in SEC Defensive Player of the Year voting is one of the best hundred players in, in college football. Just is. I want to find the I want to find the voting. I'm looking it up. You continue. Well, it's, I guess I'll give myself my own take here. Uh, no, I got you. Okay. Mantis Toboggan, MD. Keanu Neal is a top 10 safety in the league and is one of the most underrated players in the NFL at their respective position or respectful position. I think Keanu Neal's a really good safety, but I, I mean, I, I have a list of safeties in front of me. Uh, I probably would, I'd rather have Harrison Smith, Eddie Jackson, uh, Earl Thomas, Kevin Byard, Derwin James, Jamal Adams. Uh, and now I start thinking it's probably time to start talking about Keanu Neal with like the Landy Collins, uh, you know, tier of safeties. Yeah, he's close. Yeah, he's probably right there. He didn't say top five, so I can get on board with this. I mean, he's probably in the eight to twelve range, so I'm not going to split hairs. This is this is a fine range for him. Did you find your data? Or are we ready to? No, move on? I've given up. It's a, they do a terrible job of illustrating all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Trevor Joseph, he says, as Daffy, as it may sound, Flacco 2.0, a.k.a. Tom Flacco, will generate significant draft buzz after going over 300 yards passing and at least three touchdowns against Florida in the Swamp on September 28th. Of course, hashtag new vocabulary for Joe with the word being Daffy. You know what Daffy means. Uh, no, I didn't know what it means, uh, but I looked it Come up. On, and, it, and you don't know Daffy Duck? Um, I, I do know Daffy Duck. I've heard the word, but if you asked me to define Daffy prior to looking it up right now, I couldn't do it accurately. Like crazy or silly. Right. That's, it's mildly eccentric, silly. Oh. That's the, yeah, I'm not, look, I'm honest guy. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm a, the worst liar in the world. And I, I can never sit here and tell you that I've heard of a word that I haven't. You're killing me. Well, I didn't, kill me, I didn't go to Penn state, Kyle. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, will Tom Flacco generate significant draft buzz? And will he do it by lighting up the Gators for 300 yards and three touchdowns? Florida's got a good defense this year. I'm going to give more pushback on the stats against Florida than I am the fact that Flacco will significate some draft, um, generate some draft buzz for himself. So I'm going to pass on this one, but it's more of the stats. He got real specific there and is real aggressive. <laughs> He's at Towson? Yeah. Where's Towson? That's in Michigan? Joey. I don't know where it is. Is Pennsylvania? It's like 45 minutes down the road from me. Oh. It's outside of Baltimore. Oh. 
Little known fact. There you go. Towson, Maryland. All right. That's why the Ravens always come away with a, a Towson Tiger. It makes sense now. You're not wrong about that. Yeah. At the top, there's a thousand, huh? Okay. Uh, this is a take from Andrea Catherine, who was turned in by <laughs> Nolan Neelis? Nihus? 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 Either way, we want to commend Nolan for turning in the worst take <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> the most overrated player in pro sports, Patrick Mahomes. He's been a starting NFL quarterback for a handful of games. Mahomes is the creation of Andy Reid, and any Andy Reid quarterback will have success. So overrated. There has never been a player in NFL history to pass for 5,000 yards and, uh, what do you have, 50 50 touchdowns? 50 touchdowns. The NFL MVP, get your team to the AFC Championship game, go 13 and 3, or 12 and 4 as a starter. And uh, and be yeah, overrated. overrated. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't happen. This is the, the. It's funny, man. Like, like we've seen someone try to go after like Derwin James on a tw- on a takes on takes. Like, yeah, what are we doing? Why? Why? It, it's it, why does why do uh, uh, fans of opposing teams have to try to toss like shade over other you know rivals' good players? Like, what? Wh- why? Just disassociate yourself from the fact that you have a rooting interest, right? Just like let yourself live your life and like don't be so ignorant. <sighs> AFC, NFC East fans are like the worst. It's a constant like cast shade over the other team, and it's like you're right, you're right. I mean, I feel. I don't know about you, but like I know from myself and my own perspective, like I always give give Rob Kronkowski credit for being such a great safety. <laughs> oh boy, Kyle. Mitch. Mitch says <laughs> his his ad is not Mitch Lang. Uh super early take for this, but Brevin Jordan, the tight end for Miami, will be a top five pick in the 2021 draft. Top five is aggressive, my friend. I will not get on board because of top five for a tight end, but Brevin Jordan is a stud. He's super fun to watch. Yeesh. Uh, Very athletically gifted, very good receiver. think uh, we will be hearing a lot of Brevin Jordan's name this year and next year for the Miami Hurricanes. If you are not familiar, please initiate yourself and thank us later. Joe, before we go any further, I want to talk to everybody about today's sponsor of the show, Five Star Painting, a neighborly company. Five Star Painting is looking for new owners to join their growing company. Could this be the perfect opportunity for you? Are you driven? Do you have the heartbeat of an entrepreneur? If you're interested in running your own business, text Five Star at 87000 right now to learn more. Choosing to start your business with Five Star Painting means setting yourself up for success by surrounding yourself with the best in the business and the best at business. With Five Star Painting, you can be your own boss, pick your own territory, set your own hours, and live a better quality of life running a business that you can be proud of. You'll have access to the best resources to help scale your landscape business to meet your personal and professional goals, and you will go home every day with the satisfaction of helping your customers enhance and maintain the beauty of their homes. As a Five Star Painting owner, 
you'll be a part of the greater Neighborly company of home service brands. Neighborly has empowered more than 3,700 entrepreneurs to achieve their dreams and goals through local business ownership. No one knows the home service industry better than Neighborly. Every year, nearly 1 million customers are proudly served by one of Neighborly's 22 award-winning brands, some of which include Mosquito Joe, Molly Maid, Glass Doctor, and Mr. Rooter. Whether you've been thinking about starting your own business or you're already running your own painting company, text 5STAR at 87000 to learn more about how 5STAR painting franchises can help you get to where you want to go faster than doing it alone. Again, text 5STAR at 87000 to learn more about the neighborly brands that may be available in your area, and we thank them for sponsoring today's episode. Joe, take from Jared. Chandler Jones is the most underrated player in the NFL, in the league. Wow, we got a couple underrated takes and one terrible overrated take today. (laughs) Jones has just seven and a half less sacks than Ryan Kerrigan, nine more career QB hits, 33 less total tackles, and six less four fumbles despite playing in 25 fewer games. So I'm assuming this is coming from the angle, Joe, that we're always tooting the Ryan Kerrigan horn because we're big fans of Ryan Kerrigan here on the pod. Yeah, I I mean, I think it's probably fair to – Mentioned Chandler Jones is one of the most underrated players in the game. I mean, he's quietly had like 77 sacks to start his career. Like he's played 2012 to 2018. He had 17 sacks in 2017, 13 last year. He led the league in 2017. Uh, I mean, he's been one of the most consistent in terms of pass rush in the NFL since 2012. And it doesn't feel like we talk about him very much. It's like Khalil Mack and Von Miller and and those types of players where, you know, Chandler Jones and and Ryan Kerrigan have been really consistent over long periods of time. So um, I I mean, I, I think we're getting into like splitting hairs when you want to go like Chandler Jones versus Ryan Kerrigan, who's better. But I think we could both recognize that both of those pass rushers are outstanding and they don't get enough credit. The Sports Nut says, with Kirk Cousins' mega deal only being through 2020, the Minnesota Vikings will draft a quarterback in rounds one through two in the 2020 class. Ooh. I'd be a big fan of this if they did. Do I think it happens? They're going to be decent, right? Like, so. Right. It's like you're you're not, you're, wait, you might get Jake Fromm? You don't want that. Wait, you don't want more of the same? That's what I'm saying. Like, just pay Kirk. <laughs> just pay, you know? Build around Kirk. Try and make the most of the window that you got right now. Um, I doubt it because they are in a win-now window. Um, but it's also, Joe, it's, it's difficult, right? Like, you can't not renew Kirk Cousins and not have a quarterback in place. So you almost need to re-up Kirk on a short-term deal, or you need to draft somebody in 2020. Give him the same deal he already he's just got. So you get the same but like, deal for but three like more years. To, yeah, but don't give him the same guaranteed money, though. Yeah, that was weird. All right. Uh, take from Quentin Lash. Tomatoes and onions are great when eaten plain. What? Wait, what? <laughs> but when you put them on or in anything... It feels like that's incomplete. Yeah, no, I think he's saying tomatoes and onions aren't great when eaten plain, but are when you put them on or in anything, ketchup excluded. 
I'm, I, I have to assume that's what he meant because there's no way he right. meant that onions and tomatoes are both great when eaten plain. Well, I, I mean, I'm a huge hater of onions. Um, you you know the great lengths that I go to at restaurants when I order food. Onion, Joe, Joe could order like breakfast cereal and he'll be like, are there onions in that? I'd like for there to not be. <laughs> right. Brother, they just toss them in there, you know? No regard for how disgusting they are. Just toss them in your food and it'll ruin your day. And you eat an onion, you don't expect it. And your day's ruined. Your mouth is just in another place. It's horrible. Your plate's ruined. I hate onions more, like, literally more than anything in the world. Um, and so I, when you want to say tomatoes and onions aren't great when eaten plain, like tomatoes are good, are pretty good when eaten plain, but onions are just pure trash. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think that tomatoes are, are better with other things like on a burger or in a salad, like I'd rather have them with other things than just eat a tomato. I, I'm not going to eat it like an apple. So I hate onions. So uh, anything praising them is never going to be a good take in my book. Joe's new uh, Twitter handle is going to be I hate onions. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, all right. Matty V. Uh, welcome, Matt. Matt Weeks. Matt's weekly takes. Uh, he says no big team. No big 10 team will finish with more than nine wins, excluding the Big Ten championship game and any bowl wins. So no Big Ten team will have more than nine regular season wins. Matt, you seen Ohio State's schedule this year? Joe, you ready for a little exercise? Uh, sure. Home, Florida Atlantic. Win. Home, Cincinnati. Win. Road, Indiana. Win. Home, Miami of Ohio. Win. In Nebraska. Win. Home against Michigan State. Win. On the road in Northwestern. Win. Home against Wisconsin. Probably a win. Home against Maryland. Win. Home against Rutgers. I'm sorry, on the road against Rutgers. You know, we'll we'll still give them the win on the road at Rutgers. Okay, yep. Uh, Home against Penn State. Man, they get all their tough games at home. Win. And then they got Michigan and Michigan. They always win that game. Now the There's Chicago, 12. Yeah, they're going to win at least 10 games, right? Give me three losses on this schedule. You can't. You can't. You can't. I mean, they'd have to lose Penn State, Michigan State, and uh, Wisconsin. In, all in Columbus. Right. Or not one or of them plus Michigan, which they don't have any problems with. Or if Nebraska turns the corner. Well, that's the thing about Ohio State. This is a team that lost to Purdue last year and nearly lost to Maryland. So they're not immune to a stinker, but I I don't know, man. I they're they're better than all the teams on their schedule. So they f- will not lay th- three eggs on this schedule. No, it is I, impossible for Ohio State to finish with n- less than double digits. Can't wait for them to uh not make the college football playoffs, have a, like an eleven and one record and uh have zero wins over top twenty five teams. And everyone's going to be real upset about it. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Again. Um, take from RJ Scorpion. Big Ben is set up for a pretty hard fall this year. Yes. After he lost Bell, Brown, Munching, and they are not fantastic at any position anymore. Um, You know that I'm a Steelers truther this year. So well, I don't know that I'm going to say he hits the wall this year. I mean, I, I they've already been without Bell, so I don't know that's fair to kind of clump him in with this. Um, 
AB's a big loss. I, I recognize that. I think maybe they're underrated at tight end with Vance McDonald, and they're going to need a receiver to step up like James Washington or Deontay Johnson or something like that. Or, you know, Juju's really good. I mean, the offensive line personnel-wise is, is pretty much the same. Now, I'm not going to uh, make light of the loss of Mike Munchak, who's been an elite offensive line coach for them, but I feel like I feel like the Steelers are doubted right now, and I like I like the idea of Mike Tomlin preaching that message to this locker room. And uh, this being a really focused team uh, and them, you know, challenging for 10 wins and winning the AFC North this year. So I'm not I'm not here for the Big Ben, uh, uh, you know, tanking this year at all. I think he's going to be just fine. Matty V was turned in for his take. Turned in by AF. That's their name on Twitter. Matty V would like to tell you that Whataburger is the best burger chain. Do not add him. I won't. But um, I don't really do burger chains, to be honest with you. Do you have a take here? Yeah, Five Guys is the best burger chain. You're, not, you're not a big burger guy. I guess, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever seen you eat a burger. Yeah, I'm not a big burger guy. Really? Do you not like them, or is it like you're like a health thing? No, yeah, it's more of like a trying to trying to keep the diet somewhat clean. Uh, I've seen you eat a turkey burger, actually, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they're good. And regular burgers are good, too. It's just I don't frequent there. Yeah. The last time I had... Uh, what's the one out west? Is that in and out Yeah, I've never had it. I always wanted to. I had that when I was in, I think, Vegas. Last time I was in Vegas. Double check. Make sure that that's factually correct statement. I yes, saw Kyle was eating a piece of pizza and just eat the cheese and pepperoni this weekend, folks, by the way. Yeah, I couldn't get the carbs. Saw it happen. You know, watch I thought you, I thought I saw you like pick like a small bite of the of the crust or like the pizza underneath the the cheese and pepperoni, and then you like had like a little nibble and that was it. Yep, can't have the carbs. You're re, you're remarkable. You're remarkably disciplined with your diet, especially for like where I've seen you come from. Of just being a garbage disposal. Oh yeah, yeah. You could throw anything down in there. I'd eat. It. Now you are you are a pretty like frequent snacker. I don't think you you eat a I think you eat a lot of food, but it's nothing bad ever. Which which is why I can't eat bad. Because if I eat bad and I eat the frequency that I do, yeah, you're my constantly. calories are gonna be off the charts. You are constantly looking for something to eat. And I'll be like I'll be like looking at you and like all of a sudden you're just pounding some cheese and lunch meat or like something. Yep. You're a fascinating Dang. person to observe in terms of dietary choices. Thank you. I yeah. guess I keep getting hazed for picking salads when we're out to eat places. Well, you keep you can show them your wonderful physique and the jokes on them, right? I don't know about that. I got a four pack and a snack pack instead of a six pack. Well, I think a lot of people would be happy to have it. <laughs> you got the power generator, too, you know? Uh, yeah, thick below the waist. <laughs> Saquon thighs, brother. Take from Dakota Miller. <laughs> Last take of the day. If I've learned anything from Tom Brady, nobody has a chance of being great unless oh. they have a minimum of 24 Tissanes in the monthly rotation. I got to look up Tissanes. I don't know what the hell that is. Previously known as New Vernacular for Joe, vocab train with Trevor. Medieval vernacular. Why? Is my vocabulary that bad? Do I, we got, you didn't know what Daffy meant, so I would have said no until you didn't know what Daffy meant. It's herbal tea. 
Yeah, okay, so... so Tom Brady drinks 24 herbal teas throughout the course of the month. I mean, I think there's probably people that have been great at what they do uh, that didn't do that. <laughs> oh, so is, is Dakota... Is he hitting me with med- medieval vernacular? Because he did this last week, right? Like, so I'm being introduced to another, like, time period of language. Yes, he did uh, fiefdom last week. Oh, man. What a... <laughs> What a privilege this is to just be educated every week. With you get a second college education right here, man. I tell you, the, the, well, really, you know, the the first and a half, you know, it's great. This is this is the beauty of the internet right here. You're going to be a walking thesaurus by the year 2050. Well, if I can remember the words, you know, that's that's going to be the key, right? The application. <laughs> that's the next. That's the next next level. We got to start bringing back all the old ones you've gotten and give you a vocab <laughs> test. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. I actually I'm gonna I'm gonna get that lined up since uh Jacoby Brissett has let us down oh, no. for tomorrow. No Jacoby Brissett tweets this week. Uh my life is incomplete. But we will do just fine. Come back tomorrow. We'll be sitting around the water cooler BSing about some training camp, about some of the scouting that we've done. We might get into some vocabulary tests for Joe. <laughs> uh no promises, but you should come back, hit subscribe. And find out for yourselves. I'm Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Draft Dudes Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.